0: That is perfectly fine. Good morning and welcome to worship at First United Methodist Church. It is wonderful to see all of you gathered here as we worship today. Um, As we prepare ourselves for worship, just a few ways that you can connect with First United Methodist Church. The Thanksgiving bags for the Salvation Army are available in the foyer in the Chestnut Street lobby. If you would like to prepare one, please bring back to the church within the next two weeks. Also, I ask your prayers for our youth. There are 16 uh, of us First United Methodist Church members at Camp Lee this weekend on retreat. So they'll be coming back today. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Let us pray as we prepare ourselves for worship. Heavenly Father, as we worship you this day, we recognize and know that we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses and that the body of Christ is not just those gathered here today, but it is part of the larger body that's feasting in eternity with you. Bless our time of worship. Draw us closer to you and closer to one another. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please stand if you're able. Worship with us
1: this morning.
2: let me be singing when the evening comes bless you, Lord i
0: prepare for our time of, of morning prayer and morning offering uh, let me remind you that on the first Sundays of the month the children stay in worship this is because we value children and we appreciate their presence with us and the opportunity for them to celebrate in the sacrament of Holy Communion so if you need um, bags to, to keep them entertained during worship there's some available in the narthex. let us pray Heavenly Father, uh, we give thanks for your holy presence with us this day. And we give thanks that you guide us and lead us and forgive us and bless us every day. God, we need your presence as we journey in faith. And we pray that you help us in each step that we take. God, I ask your blessings upon not only us, but those who mourn today those who are sick and hurting, uh, our community, our nation, and our world. We especially lift up Israel and the Middle East. God, we just pray for your peace and healing there. This we ask in the name of Christ, asking him to pour out his blessings not only on this church, but also the offering that we give today. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. Grayson, it really is. Today is All Saints Sunday. It is a day when we remember and honor the saints who have joined the great cloud of witnesses here from First United Methodist in the past year. In the United Methodist Church, a saint is just not someone who was perfect or performed a miracle. In the United Methodist Church, a saint is anyone who follows Jesus Christ. So with that definition, you are a saint. I am a saint. The person sitting next to you on the pew is a saint. And we believe that the body of Christ, while present in this time of of earth and being together physically as part of the sainthood, there's also an element of the body of Christ that is beyond, that is eternal with our Heavenly Father. And today we recognize that great cloud of witnesses who continue to speak to us and bless us and influence us even though they may not be physically with us. So we begin today with a roll call of the saints and in this, this roll call, if you have a family member who's one of the saints that we will recognize, you're invited to come forward and light a candle in, in their honor. And after the roll call, there will be a time when the rest of you, if you would like to honor a particular saint, may come forward and light a candle as well. Alex Holtzford. Wynell Welch, Jesse Hester, Don Hiltz, Bart Scott, Larry. Payne, Jane Herb, Jane Gardner. Jack Pierce. Jane Bug. Marie Lambert. Otis Deason. Ken Davis, and if any of you would like to come and light a candle for a loved one, you may do so at this time. let us pray. We bless your holy name, O God, for all your servants who have finished their course and now rest from their labors. Give us grace to follow their example of their steadfast faith and faithfulness to your honor and your glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with me to the 12th chapter of Hebrews. Our scripture reading will be verses 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Hear the good news Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin that cling so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake, the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, we do thank you for the great cloud of witnesses who are with us as we worship today. May we remember their example, and may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable unto you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. A question of curiosity that has occurred while I've been pastor here is, why do you pronounce the benediction the same every week, and why do you use that same passage of scripture? Where where does it come from? Well, here is the answer. It comes from the book of Numbers, and it's the priestly blessing upon Aaron. So it's Numbers six twenty four through 26. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So everywhere I have served, for, for some reason along the way, the benediction of worship has been in honor of a pastor who has greatly influenced me. For example, one church I served, I would do the benediction based on the sermon for that day, and then I would end it in a Trinitarian way, the same way every week. Uh, uh, May Go forth with the Lord who created you, the Lord who saves you, and the Lord that goes with you every day. So I would do the same Trinitarian blessing. When I came to Gadsden first and I thought about the benediction, I, I considered someone who was a great influence in my life, a pastor who blessed me and mentored me, one that that you might know because he served in this Gadsden area for a long time, and that's Reverend Watt Washington. Watt was my pastor. He was my amen corner, and he was an encourager. And every time that Watt preached, the liturgy that he would use would always be memorized passage of Scripture— His call to worship, his greeting, his benediction, everything was passages of Scripture. Now, typically, his benedictions were from the letters of Paul, and it would vary from week to week, but it was always a passage of Scripture. So every time that I pronounce the benediction, I think of what? And I think about his influence on me. And he's with me, and he blesses me, and I can still hear the amens echoing in my head. See, Watt was a part of of integration in the North Alabama Conference, and he would go along with his district superintendent to speak to churches about what it would mean to integrate the North Alabama Conference with the Central Conference, the African American Central Conference. And during that time, he faced... Great segregation and racism and hurt and a lot of anger. And when I was a DS and and I faced challenges, I would think about what and what he had to go through as he worked for integration in the church. And I would remember, "I, I don't have it so bad. And I would give thanks for his always being a champion and a barrier breaker. And I think he would be very proud of me for breaking barriers in my ministry. What is a great saint who still speaks to me and encourages me and blesses me every day? But I have many saints that continue to speak to me and bless me and encourage me every day. Every time that I prepare a sermon... I think of Jim and Ann, who were great mentors to me when I started out in ministry and needed someone to help me with sermon writing. When I go in my office and robe up for Sunday morning, I look around and see tokens from Harold and Imogene and Jane and George. And I'm I'm so blessed by their presence with me in ministry. When we sing certain songs... And when something funny happens in worship, I remember when. And as I stand in this pulpit and I look at these beautiful stained glass windows, I remember all of them were given in memory, honor of a saint. And they are with us. We are not alone in our journey of faith we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And that's what the author of Hebrews was writing about. In chapter 11, he offers this great roll call of the faith. Those characters from the Old Testament who continue to speak into our lives and spoke into the life of those in the early church, of Moses, of Enoch, of of Noah, of The people of the Old Testament, of David, of Abraham, of Sarah, of Isaac, of Jacob, of Gideon, of Barak, and Samson, and Jephthah. And then he goes on to mention the early Christians, those who were martyred for their faith, and how they are examples for all of us as we try to live in faithfulness. This is what faith looks like. And as we journey in faith, we don't go along, but we have the examples of faithfulness and love and tenacity and strength of the saints. And they bless us and encourage us. And the final example that the author of Hebrews gives is Jesus, who endured the horror of the cross for us, and he faced it with strength. And because of these great uh, witnesses, we can run the race which is set before us with perseverance and grace. We stand on the shoulders of some great saints, many who have become before us, who bless us and inform us and challenge us in our faith. And that's a beautiful gift which they continue to give us every day. And today, we celebrate some great saints in the life of First United Methodist Church. Now, some of those saints that were called out, you may have known well, and some of them you don't know at all. These saints were identified on the membership roll, and I know there's a larger list of folks who were influenced by this church and who influenced this church if we happen to leave someone off, we're sorry. Please let us know, and we will honor them at another time. Being new to this congregation, I only had the privilege of meeting one of these saints. And while I only met one of them, I know that the spirit and legacy of them all is a part of us today. Alex Holtzford. Although his death has been a year ago, Alex is still fondly remembered. He was a long-time and and faithful member of First United Methodist Church, where he served in several administrative capacities and was well-loved by the membership. Wynell Welch. While she was a native of West Blockton and died near her family in Texas, she was a member of the body of Christ here part of the United Methodist Women, a member of the local chapter of the Daughters of American Revolution, and the Gadsden chapter of the Music Clubs of America. Jesse Hester. Jesse served his country and served his community as a medical doctor. He was truly a gifted physician, putting the welfare of his patients above all else. He truly had a special gift and calling to God's people. Don Hilts. Don found his home here after retiring to the Gadsden area. He served constantly in his church holding a variety of positions from board of stewards to weekly usher. Bart Scott. Bart was known for his fiery spirit, quick wit, love of life, beautiful singing voice, love of music, and dry sense of humor. He had a large circle of friends who loved him and supported him. Larry Payne. Larry led a life of service to his fellow man from Eagle Scout to Jacksonville State University to 36 years with Alpha Insurance. A 30-year career at the 87th Birmingham Army Colonel, retired after 14 years service, and served as the District 3 County Commissioner for Etowah County. Jane Erb. Jane was a beloved active member of her church, where she served in the Ladle of Love soup kitchen and taught Sunday school. She also served her community as an educator, which was clearly her life's calling. She shaped the lives of many people. Jane Gardner. Jane was active in many local United Methodist churches over her life, including 40 years of membership here at First United Methodist Church. Jack Pierce. Jack was a gifted and talented musician, influencing many students and serving through work in the church. His obituary notes that Jack lived a life serving his family, his neighbors, and his choir students. Jane Bug. Born in Gadsden, Jane moved following her husband and his military career. She and her family returned to Gadsden in 1973 when she became active in her children's school and First United Methodist Church. She held several positions in the church, including president of the United Methodist Women and serving on the board of stewards. Marie Lambert. Marie was a member of 35 years and died in June of this year at the age of 100. She was a lifelong teacher in the Etowah County School System and retired from the Alabama School of Trade. Otis Deason. Otis is remembered for his service and concern for this church, and particularly the clothes closet. He would regularly collect clothes from his neighbors and take them to the clothes closet to help people in need. Ken Davis. A native of Gadsden, his career with Goodyear took him to Union City, Tennessee, but upon retirement, he and his beloved Ina returned to Gadsden. In his return, he found a home among us at First United Methodist Church where he was president of the Martin Sunday School class. I find it very compelling that we celebrate All Saints Sunday On a day when we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion. Because Holy Communion, in receiving, we're reminded of the thousands of people who have knelt at this communion rail before us. And we also remember that one day we will feast at a heavenly banquet with our Lord together in his love and his grace. Amen. Would you pray with me? The Lord be with you. Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, you made us in your image to love and be loved. And when we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. By the suffering, death, and resurrection of your only Son, Jesus Christ, you delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. As often as you eat it, do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, He took the cup, gave it to his disciples and said, this is the blood poured out for you and for many in the new covenant as often as you drink it and remember me. And in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in, in Jesus Christ, we pray, dear God, and offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us. And on these gifts of bread and wine, make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ and one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory, and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. In the United Methodist Church uh, we believe in open communion, which means all people who seek to be in loving relationship with the Lord are invited to Christ's table. You do not have to be a member here at First United Methodist Church to come and receive communion. All who seek to be in loving relationship with the Lord are invited to come. That's all ages. This communion is open to all. So You are invited to come as the Holy Spirit leads after the praise band and those who are serving and leading in worship come first. You will receive here at the center of the communion rail. And then if you would like, you may kneel in a time of prayer after you receive. I would ask all those who are serving and leading in worship to come and be served first. You may come as the Holy Spirit leads.
3: your I come. Quiet my soul
0: If you have a prayer need in your life or would like to unite with First United Methodist Church, either by transfer membership or profession of faith, I'll be available after the service to speak with you. Also, if you have not turned in your Estimate of Giving card yet from our generosity emphasis, you may do so in the offering plate or through the church office. And now if you would stand for the benediction. I guess not. Nobody wants to
4: come up here?
0: Nobody wants the prayers. Let me turn this up.